Welcome back to another episode of More or Less Living. It's your host, Timothy Booker, and I'm here with my roommate and my friend, Jackson Berger. And we're just going to do a semester recap. So there's a lot of stuff that's happened this semester here um, at school. And I just wanted to go over like some of that stuff to see if anybody else related and just, you know, just to talk about stuff in general. What, what's, what's, what's been your highest and lowest point in this semester? Highest and lowest point? Um, I mean, I'll start with the lowest point. I feel like that's pretty easy. Um, you're here for this. <laughs> um, definitely, yeah, you know, my birthday. That was, that was definitely a low point in this semester. I was out $200 from getting caught, you know, with the, the alcohol. Uh, so that, yeah, that was not fun at all. Um, it was really a eye-opening experience with like just people and myself and um you know it's all <laughs> it's all fun and games until it's not you know you get really comfortable like drinking in your dorm and stuff like that and then you know you know it's it's uh you're not as comfortable <laughs> anymore because then you get caught so it's definitely a low point big big low point high point jeez um a high point this semester honestly was probably when I, I went home and I volunteered for um, this church retreat at my, my hometown church. I was a counselor for the first time. I'd grown up in that youth program and they had asked me to be a counselor. And um, it just really changed my outlook on life and on everything. This was right after um, we got caught with the alcohol. And I was in a really low point and I needed something to just bring me up. And uh, being able to, to mentor students, high school students, middle school students, um, in a fun and interactive way and just being able to invest in my community in a positive light was really honestly the highlight of the semester outside of partying and meeting people here and everything like that. It's, it was really that like small amount of time that was probably my, my highlight. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. I'd probably say my highest point was, I don't know. I've had a lot of high points. I, I'd say like generally my highest point this semester was probably just like me like um, being able to do stuff on my own for the first time and me, like, starting to take more responsibility on my life, mm-hmm. especially when it came to, like, my health and wellness and also just, like, doing the things that I love to do and stuff. Um, my lowest point were probably... I've had a lot of lows, too, no cap. <laughs> I guess I guess I'd say my lowest point is, like... My lowest point would be... There was a, there was a, there was a moment um, in a situation that happened where I realized that I... I realize not everyone deserves to know everything about you. And that kind of hurt to learn. You can't, that you can't be open with people. Mm. Um, and that's yeah. just life sometimes. Um, what's, what do you think the biggest thing you've learned this semester? Biggest thing I've learned this semester, um, I, think, I think for a good portion of my life, I have been really focused on people-pleasing and just obsessing about how people view me and my relationship with others and I I do not have this all figured out yet but being able to put energy into myself and the small circle of people I have around me instead of trying to build all these other connections like I, I was so focused on trying to make so many friends and going to so many events and like trying to expand and expand and expand my circle that I didn't focus a lot on the people that were right next to me on my small circle my my core group of people that were always going to have my back. So just learning to divert energy to myself, my relationship with God, my family, my, my close friends, you know, um, that was that's the biggest thing I've learned is that 
you know, truly in college, the only person you can really focus on is yourself. Nobody, nobody really, <laughs> nobody really gives that much of a crap about you and what you're doing. Everybody's focused on, on themselves. So to try to divert your energy to other people, you're, you're wasting your time. That's, that's, that's real. That's real for sure. I know for myself, it's probably that I'm not you're I, I don't know. I think one of the biggest things I've learned is probably the fact that like you're never gonna I, I guess it'd be like you're never gonna figure everything out. Like no matter how like old you get, you're just not going to so stop trying to. You know, you just gotta kinda just like go with it. Um and just see where it goes, like see what happens, you know? Like people look so much for meaning when it's not supposed to be there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, trying to make everything like, oh, this happened because of this, and this was meant to like happen. So, or so something, this, you know, you know what I'm like some, yeah. sometimes things just things just happen. You know, situations sucks. happen, and it sucks, and yeah, you just keep people on, disappoint yeah. you. But to focus and put your energy into that and be like, oh, why did this person not do what I expected them to do? And blah 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 blah. Man, you're wasting your time. You could be doing so many other things instead of tripping over like. You know why this person broke your expectations because in truth you know everybody's gonna break your expectations that's true that's true i've learned that i've learned i've learned that like not everybody deserves to know you and no one's gonna really understand you and that just has to be something you're comfortable with um and when you understand that well when i understand that it's easier to understand um people in Mm -hmm. general because you get that you only get to see a piece of some of a person when you look at them or you observe them. You don't know what's actually going on. So you have to be mindful of that. If you look at a reflection of yourself and you look at how how people may perceive you, then you get to understand more about how people are structured as well. And it gives you more grace on them, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I've also learned that like a lot of stuff. Some, a lot of stuff is not worth your time. Like yeah. a lot of a yeah. lot of situations are not worth your time. Yeah. A lot of like I've I, we have been through like a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's like it's not worth. It's so small. It's so it's small. So small. And a lot of stuff like you don't always need to respond the way you respond. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I, I know for myself something that I had to work on, and this wasn't even people pleasing. This was more like like a natural reaction. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you like, sometimes you don't need to tell the homies. I, t- I kind of talked about this in my last podcast with relationships, but it kind of applies to just life in general. Sometimes you don't need to tell your homies or your friends or like anyone justification for whatever thing you're about to do. Cause sometimes an outside influence can mess up whatever way you were going to go about a situation and it wasn't wrong. And maybe the way that they like, are telling you and you're listening isn't wrong either, but it just may not be the way you want to go about it. Mm. So you kind of have to just go off of some things yourself and you got to know that not everything needs an explanation either, you know? And it's just something that, like, I've been working on because, like, sometimes, like, people will ask, but I don't want to tell because Mm. it's, like, not because I don't like you. It's just that I don't... There's no need, you know? I'm like, sometimes you just... You just handle stuff, or you go about it the way you choose to, and then that's it, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've, um, 
I've tried putting in practice, like just kind of dealing with situations on my own because mm -hmm. I used to be that way. I mean, I used to ask everybody and their mama, like, hey, what do you think I should do about this situation? Mm -hmm. If I do this, does this sound right? Well, mm -hmm. am I going to hurt this person and do this? You know, yeah. and I, I've tried putting into practice just like making a decision and being okay with it and like the consequences that come with that decision. Oh, for sure. Um, because you're absolutely right. I mean, you. You can have a plan in place of something that you want to do, of something you're comfortable with, and then you go ahead and ask two other people, and you don't think that your decision is justified anymore because they don't agree with it. And that can be dangerous because, you know, it makes you uh, lose your sense of self-identity and your sense of morals, you know, going to other people and ha basically having them make the decision for you, you know? And um, in terms of like, just conflict and all the stupid, stupid crap that's, you know, that's happened to, to us this year, um, things are really not that important and I think people can get so wrapped up on the idea of like groups and cliques and like friend groups and stuff like that that like you have to fix something or you have to justify something in order to keep the group or in order to keep the the I don't know what the right word for it is the structure yeah like the flow of the flow life of you yeah. know but there's so many people to meet there's so many things to do mm -hmm. that like if you know if something doesn't work out and someone's not making you happy then it's it's really not worth investing your time yeah. into them like i what i've learned is like people will show you their true colors one way or another yeah and you have to be okay with accepting that like there was a period where i was so you know i didn't want to accept true colors and i wanted to keep justifying things because i wanted to have a group and i wanted to have a place but you know, over time, I kept meeting new people and new groups and new stuff. And I think that's a part of growing up, mm -hmm. you know, is that no, people are not stable. You're not going to be stable. The people you surround yourself are not going to be stable. And that's, that's okay. That's something you can embrace and live through is that not everything is going to be you crystal know, clear, crystal clear. Not everything's going to be permanent. Yeah, for real. You got to enjoy the moment sometimes more than exactly. everything else. I learned... I don't know. I learned a lot from the friends that I've made um, this 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 semester. Just being in college and just meeting people and stuff. You know, you, you, you start learning, like, more about yourself when you realize, like, the people you hang around, I mm. think, too. Yeah. Um, I think it's a complete lie for anyone to say that the people that you surround yourself with don't have an influence on you. Because I think yeah. that the people you surround yourself with will definitely influence you influence you in both a positive and negative way mm -hmm. whatever that may look like um friends are i, th I think their friends are also good because sometimes they check you on stuff that you may not even perceive mm -hmm. um i think that's a double-edged sword though um because i've also come to learn that people are just opinions aren't always valid you know it's more of like a i've said this before but i always think of opinions like Everyone has one. It doesn't make it wrong from their point of view, but it doesn't make it right from yours. Mm -hmm. You just have to, like, you know what I'm saying? My dad once said, um, opinions are like an asshole. Everyone has one and they all stink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, this semester has been cool, bro. Like, I mean, college is great. And just going through the process is really good, too. Like, I... I'm growing up a lot, and it's it's cool, man. Like, just vibing and living and having fun. Like, investing in yourself. And I think, like, investing in yourself is something that's so important mm -hmm. that, um, like, I'm starting to do more that I'm in college. Like, 
you don't have to waste time anymore on like stupid stuff because this isn't high school like you can choose to do the things you want to do that make you happy and that's good enough you know yeah um and that's cool also you don't have to play like stall like not everybody's gonna be at that point where you everybody's at different stages you know mm-hmm. so it doesn't mean just because like the people you're around are not at the place that you're at um doesn't it doesn't make it a bad thing but it doesn't mean you have to dull yourself down either to somewhere that you're past yeah 100 percent um i think that just that goes back into the topic of having expectations for people you know you have to realize that you yourself are at a different stage than pretty much everybody else you know you're surrounded with growth takes time and it, it looks different for different people you know and you will keep hurting yourself having these expectations for people um, that just are not realistic, you know? Like, you you know, the way you would do something is not how another person That's is true. going to do it. And um, if you, you know, focus your energy into that, and, you know, why is this person's actions not lining up to what I would do or, you know, my, my expectations of them, you will keep hurting yourself in the process and the only person you can really know is yourself. You waste time trying to dissect dissect everyone else, you know? Yeah. It's not about really dissecting people. It's just like, you're just chilling, bro. I don't think you're supposed to really figure out yourself. You're just supposed to be like, all right, let me see what God's taking me. You just keep on going. Yeah. Remember, um, the first podcast we made, we, we really emphasized no expectations. That's kind of been our, our mantra for the semester. I remember, you know, whenever I'd be tripping about something, you'd be tripping about something, you know, no expectations. No expectations. No expectations. No expectations. And it's still true. It's it still, still is. true. You have no expectations with life because you never know what God's going to hand you. I, I'm going to try to find a sign for this, this wall right here for no expectations. No expectations. Because it's so, yeah, I mean, it's so true. And it's so important to have no expectations. Like, because you have an expectation with stuff and like, it never goes the way you planned it's going to go. Like, that's what I've learned. Like, God be doing stuff. Like, what he has in his timeline is not going to be the way it works. And sometimes, even if it is, like, it's not going to be the way, like, how you thought it would work. Even if it worked out the way you thought it would go. Like, the circumstances of the situation leading up to it is not going to be that way. Yeah. I've learned that you got to... Sometimes you just deal with people's stuff. Like, you know? Like, it's not about you always talking about stuff with people. Like, if you see, like, a... Like, a lot of times, like, you make these friendships in, in college or just in life. And I know in high school, like, it'd be about, like, oh, bro, like, I can't stand this trait about said person. So I have to, like, I don't know. Some days, like, I've woken up and I've been like, bro, like, this person gets on my nerves. And it'll be, like, about, like, anybody. But, like, you know, like, sometimes you just have to be, like, yo, like, they cool. They loyal. I respect them. That's it. So yeah, I actually disagree a little bit on that. I, I, I've kind of learned that, you know, life is really too short to be wasting your time on stuff like that. You know, if, you know, small stuff, obviously, like, you know, small, a small thing you do, like, if it bothers me, I'm not going to like stop being your friend or stuff like that. Yeah. But if it's like a constant thing and somebody's not making you happy and it's, it's destructive to your mental well-being or... I don't know anything like that. I I think I think life is really too short to be putting up with people that you just do not find happiness in, whatsoever. Um, mm. You know, in high school and like being a kid is different because 
you're so obsessed with having so many friends and you know having this perception of yourself and things like that but in college it really doesn't matter i mean like our on our on our freaking dorm floor, every single person is living a different life. That's you know? true. Nobody really cares what you're doing and how many friends you have because they're all so self-absorbed in themselves. That's true. So why waste your time, you know, focusing on some someone that doesn't make you happier? Is not bringing you, uh, bringing you the you know the validation and the joy you need. You know, there's gosh, there's like thirty thousand other people on campus <laughs> you know and that's like that's really something i've realized i was like okay if this person is not bringing me joy or not i'm not getting what i need out of this person you know somebody else will come along that that will provide that yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense honestly i was talking more about like small situations but i think the thing that you point out is like valid too mm. like you can't always take people's stuff sometimes yeah, small situation. I I do agree on that. I, I like that's also things. a waste of time. Like, why get yeah. in a fight about small things? You know? Small things, but when it comes to like big things, you gotta you gotta handle that. Really, just taking care of yourself and not letting situations get the better of you, or or even take out a portion of your mind. I mean, like, school and academics are already so demanding enough. On top of all the the social crap that you're going through each and every day, while on top of trying to take care of yourself, like. Mm-hmm trying to get trying to put in energy in small arguments and predicaments is really not worth your time yeah some people make it worth their time and i don't get it (laughs) because i'm over here stressing like about my italian grade you know i really do i could care less what you think of me right now you know because i got i got other stuff to worry Fifty thousand things exactly exactly How would you, how do you think your relationship with God has grown over this past semester? I know him, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I know him, which is nice. Like, I, I kind of, I, I didn't really know him before. But now I, I clearly understand um, more of how he works. And more of how, like, an actual relationship with him is... is like it's it's rooted in faith, not fear. It's it's about it, he shows himself to me um, through actions and like wisdom and discernment, and he also kind of like me getting to know him better is making me understand people more and life a lot more. It's making me being here in college has made me understand, has only made me understand and. Um, come to terms that his existence is um true like like a hundred percent like uh because i see it more you know yeah and it's not in ways that i um i don't know it's not in ways that i expected i'd see it but i see it more being here but yeah I would say I think I think I've almost had to restart my relationship with God because I I I found myself putting me first and like seeing my relationship with God as like more of a partnership than like a father son relationship um and I found that I was demanding respect a lot more than I was like get you know respected God and like his plan and what he wanted you know and there were a lot of moments where I found that like I wasn't trusting him fully and I wanted him to do something else and 
I wanted him to do that something else because I thought I deserved it, you know? And I was like, whoa, 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 time out. Like, this is not how I should be talking to God. And like the stuff that I desire, the stuff that I want, this validation and attention I need is, is it doesn't matter. It's so small, you know? And if that's what I'm finding pleasure and worth in and not like God and the word and Bible and like just in doing stuff to elate him and not elate myself, then I totally have it all screwed up. I have it wrong. You know, so I have had to, I've had to really like get a reality check almost. And I think college has helped me see that because I've, um, that validation and, and stuff I had in high school has been, has been taken away and it's allowed me to see, you know, the big picture and what truly matters, you know, not, not these, these leadership positions I had or knowing as many people as I can or freaking, you know, Instagram followers or what have you, like it truly at the end of the day what you know what really matters is your relationship with god and how you're positively you know impacting the world that you were put on yeah i think that's valid for sure that's valid for sure what else how would we talked about this um at the beginning of the semester just kind of this idea of um alcohol and partying and drugs and kind of the um the religious stigma that comes behind it and kind of like balancing that and stuff and now that we've kind of experienced parties and that kind of stuff firsthand what advice would you give a senior in high school coming into college it's weird it, i think it depends on the person um The best way I could say this is if you're someone who I don't know I don't know I think it's like if you're someone who I think you should experience it you know maybe like once you know like I'm talking about like more like the party environment and stuff like that see what you like mm -hmm. don't get consumed by it because it is very consuming um and stuff but at the same time you might also begin to see that it gets repetitive mm. um and the process as a whole um and if you feel like it's repetitive there have been nights where like you and i will just go home or we'll just stay in <laughs> yeah. like literally we'll just stay in and there are many times where tim and i have just walked walked out it's like just, just, just walked walk, just walk home <laughs> like it's like I, there are many times i've been like people have called and be like you going no i'm i'm in bed like i'm yeah. tired i'm going to hoop and that's okay and there's also moments where you're just like bro like i want to go to a party Okay, go. Like, have a good time. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, the whole party atmosphere and environment, like, alcohol, like, stuff like that, like, weed and stuff, like, depends. Uh, I think that you do what's, what's right for yourself. Mm. Um, I won't lie. I won't lie. I won't lie. I won't lie. I do understand, the older I get and the closer I get to God, the more I understand why people are so uptight about, um, like, drinking or, like, smoking weed and stuff, because I can understand the, um, the, the justification and reasoning against it. Mm-hmm. Because of how of it how it can influence and impact you, mm -hmm. if you have no self control or if it just imbalances you, mm 
Yeah. Um, and that comes down to a person. Because if you can, I think if you can handle that stuff, like, normal, I'm not going to say normally, but if you can handle that stuff well, then I don't really see a problem. But at the same time, if it's something that's distracting your life, if it's something that's not beneficial for you, if it's something that's harming you and, like, taking, uh, separating you from God, and it's, if it's something that's not, it should never be a necessity. That's how I see it. If it's a necessity for you, if it's something that you need, then I feel like it's a problem. Um that maybe you shouldn't be doing. Um, that's something only, like, each of us individually can figure out for ourselves. I definitely... I, I know as well that um, when you go through the process of, like, figuring out what you want to do when it comes to stuff, like... Keep it to yourself. I don't know. I, that, that sounds kind of messed up, right? But, like, keep it to yourself because, like, you got to kind of, like, figure it out yourself you know Mm -hmm. like you gotta kind of like see like oh like you gotta be honest with yourself without any other influence or like any other thing like should i do this should i do that and sometimes like different days it may be different things or sometimes you may go periods of breaks or something or sometimes you may go on a binge i don't know Mm -hmm. (laughs) it depends on who you are as a person but it's something you have to figure out for yourself and i think that safety is like big like you know like making sure you're so safe and i say most importantly how it's impacting your relationship with god and how it applies to your life and stuff you know yeah i would say um i think there's definitely multiple types of people um if you are if you are a christian and you are very worried about getting into that lifestyle you know you are because it is tempting it is very, very tempting. If you do not have control over it, it will consume you and it will impact your relationships, your grades, it will impact everything. Um, and there is a balance to it, of course, but you know, it is very tempting and it can distract you from stuff that truly matters. So if you are concerned about that, I would just really prepare your heart for that and like help God decide the decisions you want to make and the type of person you want to be. Now, if you're not that person, you know, that's also totally fine because if you, if you have the self-control and you are able to manage that, then you do you. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just, I think it is very, um, it's very consuming and it is very tempting because especially if you come to Athens, you can go out and get drunk every single night and nobody's stopping you. <laughs> it is yeah. very easy. It is very accessible, especially if you're in Greek life. Mm. and you know i know people who like have let it consume them and their grades have slipped and their morals have slipped um but i also know people who manage it really well and are also doing great so it really depends on the type of person you are but i think for everybody the best thing you can do is practice self-control and um don't let anybody tempt you either i think you know like what we were talking about earlier the people you surround yourself do have a strong impact on your decisions and um, have a very strong impact on your decisions. And I, I think Tim and I have been blessed that we have been surrounded by people who know how to make the right decisions and know how to be manageable with that type of stuff. But you know, you might find yourself in, in a group of friends that are not and want to go downtown every night and want to get drunk, you know, and if you have a big test the next day, you know, and stuff like that. So it's just about making the right decision and showing self-control like if you want to stay in on a saturday night and order pizza and watch a movie that's perfectly okay if you want to get plastered yes <laughs> we have done that multiple times if you want to go downtown and get plastered go do that i think it's just all about self-control and deciding the person 
you want to be. Because yeah. you can also be a lot of different type of people when you're partying, and that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation, for sure. Um, I definitely think one thing, too, is especially, like, as a Christian, um, when you make mistakes here, I think one of the biggest things that's important, too, is to remember Jesus, why Jesus came, you know, mm-hmm. here. He gives us infinite grace and infinite forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Remember that, you yeah. know, like yeah. actually remember that, like, because yeah. you're going to make a lot. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've heard a lot of people. I've I've done some good. I've done some bad. I've lived a lot. Like, you know, you like, will make bad. Decisions. You will make bad. Like, decisions. there's no getting out. Of yeah, there's no you like, can literally sit in your room all day and you'll still, still make a bad, bad decision. decision. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you got to remember to, like, give yourself grace. Yeah. Don't beat yourself because, like, God isn't. God isn't here with a tally mark. Right. Like, right. being like, on this day, Timothy, um, I don't know, like, cut somebody out or something like that. Yeah. Oh, tally mark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You only get five check marks and then. Yeah, three strikes, up, you're out. Three strikes, you're out. You're yeah. never going to get, I don't know, something that you want. That's not how that works. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to bring grace to yourself and give yourself grace because God gives you grace too. And you just got to keep on moving. On the on the flip side of that, too, you know, don't yeah, don't like, don't, don't yeah, don't don't go out here wild. Don't you know? like make a bad decision and be like sorry, sorry God, and then make another decision, decision and like yeah, yeah. you know it becomes a cycle. It's not like a, it's not like some you can like just go both ways. I know like some that I've learned is you can't be an extremist when it comes to Christianity. Yeah, you got to understand like how God works on like a higher level sometimes. Um, and coming here has really helped me see that more, like how like God just does stuff. Um. You know, I think that it's funny a lot of times, like, you have these conversations. I've had so many conversations with people on this podcast um, about, like, finding yourself or figuring stuff out. But I don't really think that, like, life is about that in a way. I think it's more about, like, you get closer to God and then the things that make you uncomfortable about yourself just get fixed. Because mm. he does it for you. Yeah. Um, and I know for myself, as I've become closer to God, some of the stuff that were, weren't bad things and weren't good things, sometimes they just fade away because I realized they just weren't for me. And just because they weren't for me doesn't make them bad or good. It doesn't mean that one another person doesn't do it. Um, it's just something that it is. And I know for myself, one of the biggest things that I've had to learn, especially with my friend group here, is that um, I'm changing a lot. Um People see that. Some people, like, people who I'm closer to see it more than anyone else, but I'm changing a lot at a very rapid pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're ch- when you're going through a lot of changes, um, when you're learning more about yourself, and when you're going through life, and, like, I'm getting closer to God, I'm understanding a lot more about myself, sometimes it's, it's best to just be quiet, you know? I know that may sound stupid, but it's something that kind of, like, that you taught me more um, when we have conversations about stuff. Sometimes it's like, I could say this, I could do this, I could like tell you this, but sometimes it's best to just shut up, listen, and just be supportive because you're not gonna know everything. And since you're changing so rapidly, you may second guess things that you say. You wanna, you don't wanna give anybody something that's applicable for your life more than for someone else's, mm-hmm. you know? Because I think more than anything, being around you guys, like, my close friends um, here this semester has taught me that, like, life is so different for other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so different. So, like, 
you have to be so this is not high school mm-hmm. like you have to be so careful with what you tell people and how you tell them to respond or how you like I don't know because people will like you could you could be telling someone something and then how they perceive it and how they go about it could be something completely different than where your mind is at yeah or you, you or someone could tell you something and like you're like you could uh, you can make that a negative connotation even though like to them like it's something positive like yeah. if, if i told to them you, they're helping you but you're taking it as criticism yeah, yeah 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 like if i told you like i don't okay like if i said like a like why don't you park your car in the Creswell parking lot um at like like 8 p.m. cuz we get like free parking there or something like that mm-hmm. but you know, you're like, bro, like, why would I do that? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I have to get up in the morning and move my car at 7 a.m. because it's a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking in my head, well, why not get a fresh start to your day? Well, is he wrong? No. Am I wrong? No. Well, it's just I like waking up in the morning, like, at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. when I feel like it. When yeah. I'm not up till 1 a.m., you know, a one on, like, a Tuesday night. And I like getting up and I like breathing and being by myself in the area when everything's chill so i like move my car there and i would encourage you to move your car there but i can't do that because you're not me you know and that's kind of what i've begun to learn like you're not me so i can't tell you to do something that's applicable for my life yeah i think i'm sorry no no (laughs) you finished okay i think and i was talking to my my dad made me realize this when something had happened i talked to him about it this was a long time ago this semester when people come to you to talk, when people come to you to, for advice, when people come to you to listen, it is not by, and I believe this for Christians and for people who aren't because God uses us all, it is not by human nature that you tell someone something that they need to hear. It is by the spirit of God that he puts something on you to say that you didn't even know you're saying it, but you're speaking into somebody else's life. Mm. You, don't, you, you can't give people stuff that they need to hear because honestly... People have told me a whole bunch of stuff that isn't wrong, but I know it wasn't it wasn't directly from God because it just didn't match up with my life at the time. But there have been moments when it was least expected from the people I never would expect that they were just speaking and it just hit me because I knew it was from God. You know what I'm saying? It changed it changed my perception of thinking. And it's those moments where you understand that when you're just you never know. Like, you never know. You have to be mindful of that. When you talk to people, because God will speak to you and through you, and you never know, you could be helping somebody out. And it's a lot of times in those moments that you're just like, you just think you're talking and being yourself when actually you're helping somebody out and you never know it. Yeah. One one thing that I like that we've just kind of adopted with our friendship, I, I know, like, in the beginning, like, we'd come to each other with a problem, and it was instantly like, okay, let me tell you how you can fix it, mm-hmm. right? But over time, I don't know, like, I don't think we ever said it. It just kind of became, like, known. Like, we don't really try to fix each other's problems anymore. We just listen. Mm-hmm. Like, one thing you always tell me when I'm talking about something, it's like, you already know. Like, you'll figure it out. Yeah. I always, I always make the right decision. I, what do I always tell you? I always say, like, I'm not going to give you the answer. Yeah. You'll so, figure yeah, it out. You'll figure it yeah. out. Or you say, you, you always figure it out. Yeah. And then, like, I, like I've tried doing that with you because I, I always try to fix stuff. Like, when you're talking about something, I already, like, I already know you have the answer, you know? Yeah. And I, I feel like it's more beneficial for both of us just to just to have somebody to listen, just to have a backboard. Yeah. Like, just somebody to, to talk your stuff to and then, like, you know, bounce back. You can hear it out loud yeah. and then you can make the right decision. I think um, 
think one thing I was just thinking about what you were saying is college, some people use God as an insecurity. Um, and this could mean that this could mean that they like they are so insecure of themselves and have not adopted a personality that they use God as that personality. You know, in every conversation you have with this with this type of person, their whole circle are all these types of people who like God is their personality. Like, um, like interesting as a Christian, like you think you would find other Christians who think the same way as you. Like you think that's the um, think that's like the basis for like Christianity and your morals and other people's morals. And I think you you said this earlier, like like a Christian extremist. You know that like every single answer to life and to problems you can you can find by the Bible or praying or stuff like that. And um, basically, if you are not using God in every single aspect of your life, you are doing it wrong. And um, that's. I don't think that's... Trying, hold on. I'm trying to find my train of thought here. Yeah. It's something that I've struggled with with trying to find other Christians mm. at UGA is because, like, you know, sometimes I just want somebody to listen. I don't want... Like, because I already know I got to pray about it. I already know I got to, like, mm. look in the Bible. Like, that's yeah. basic stuff, yeah. right? So, like, I, I already know I got to do that. I just want to talk to somebody and listen to somebody and, like, have somebody listen. You know, and I want to be able to do that like for another Christian, right? Mm -hmm. So when I'm seeking out like other Christians here, I have found that like they want to fix my problems through God. Like their whole everything is like, well, like God, 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 God. I'm like, okay, I know that, but like, talk to me as a person. Talk to me as like a a real person, individual. You yeah. know, because I know you love God. I know I love God. So like, <laughs> let's move past that and talk as people. And so then I try to go to other Christians, but like, it seems like that's the whole mindset is that like, it's either, it's, it's, like, it's like God or nothing. It's like nerf or nothing. You know, does that make sense? I feel like it sounds kind of weird. I'll, I, I'll elaborate because I yeah. think I need some elaboration. Yeah. You don't, I know what you mean because I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah. God is the answer to everything. Yes. I believe that. But and I agree with what you're saying. I think that what you're talking about, though, is like, to put some context, I guess it would be like, if you, if you, if you came to me and you were like, Tim, I'm having problems with some girl or something. Mm -hmm. And I say, oh, bro, well, God is going to tell you to, okay, I can, I can, I can say this. Okay. If you come to me and you're like, Tim, I have a problem with a girl. And I'm like, man, pray on it. You know, God loves you. God is going to be for you. You know, God, da, 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 like all this Bible stuff. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? Probably not. But what what I may just need to do instead is just be like, you come to me with, with like Tim, um, I'm I'm going through this stuff with this girl. I'm just listening to you. Yeah. I'm just listening to you. And then you ask me something, and I say, man, you know, I know it'll work out for you. And maybe I say at the end, hey, bro, do you want to pray about it? If not, okay. Maybe I just, I've done this before. Maybe I just get up and I pray for you in my head. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I just know it'll work out because all things work together for the greater good. Yeah. I believe that. I think that sometimes you put so much of an emphasis on it when you don't know that maybe just being that listening ear is what God intends for you to do. Mm -hmm. I think people try to figure out, like, God in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You, try to, yeah. you try to figure him. Like, I, I know coming here to college, like, you kind of said, like, you restarted your relationship with God. Like, 
Same way with yeah, me. Yeah, okay, all right. Everybody has their, like, own perception of what of who they think God is. Yeah. And what their expectations are for, like, everybody else, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, that's what I was trying to touch on. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's like a... It's like a, it's a Christian insecurity that like you can't figure out yourself, so you're gonna spend so much time on trying to figure out God and who He is and what He wants for everybody else, and not personally what He wants for you. For you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I find with a lot of Christians here at college is like, you know, they don't. There's not a lot of substance, but they they could tell you exi- like who God was. Like you know, He was standing right there in front of you. And that's, that's been a struggle trying to find, like, Christian community because it's not like I'm meeting people. It's like I'm meeting these false alterations of what God is, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think God is, like, I don't know. I, th- that's the thing. You don't know. Like, you don't you know. You don't know. And nobody, don't know. And nobody you, you, knows. You look at the word and you know his character. You can see yeah. who he is through his, through you know the his, word. his basic his, core His, his core characteristics. Yeah. But when you begin to understand stuff at a wider scheme, when you're when God starts to if you ask God for wisdom and discernment, like he'll give it to you, but it comes with a lot of confusion as well because you get to see like things are not as black and white as maybe you've been raised to think that they are. And life is messy, but you if you see how God works, it just confuses you a little bit more. But it gives you more insight as well. Yeah. Because you get to see that like God is the same for everybody, but it it it, it seems to me though, because people are different. God is, like, different for, like, I'm not going to say he's different for different people. He's the same for everybody. But, but, but different he's, like, have different, different perceptions, perceptions of what, of what God what, is. Like, and what he, like, I don't know. For, like, for you, he may be a healer. For me, he may be a provider. For someone else, he may be but a I think conqueror that, I think or that's, something. that's different in terms of, like, what God's expectations are for everybody else. I think people, I think a lot of people have a misconstrued conception of that because I don't think that's wrong. I don't think me seeing God as a healer and you seeing God as a, like, protector or somebody to give you wisdom is wrong. Mm. But I, I think what, what gets confusing and what gets in this really big gray area is how people perceive what God's expectations are for themselves and for other people. And oh, I, I, get, feel, I get what you're saying. I feel I like it's a saying. really slippery slope to get into college because I've been to like a lot of different, you know, Christian organizations and they all seem to have a different description of what God's expectations are for people. So it gets really confusing because then the Christians you meet, each one are affiliated with a certain Christian organization. So all their expectations are different. So then you find yourself in this really hard spot of how you're supposed to see God and what your expectations are supposed uh, to be in college. I got you. That makes more sense. I got you, okay. I got you, I got you. And this, my comment with that would be like, like kind of what we said before, everybody's different. Yeah. So the, your, somebody told me, like your convictions mm-hmm. are is different for like for the per person. I think your lifestyle is different per person. Mm-hmm. It's the way how someone lives who is fully like who's focused on God is gonna be different from, like I think the core the the, the see this is tricky the core spirit is the same the Holy Spirit is the same on all of us right mm-hmm. who are Christians who are actually Christians you know yeah but how we go about our lives might be different and there's no real way to the I can't it's because we're di- I don't know I don't know like I don't know but I I, I do you get what I'm saying. 
I do. Like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain That's it. That's why I'm saying it's a really slippery slope and it's very gray area because I feel like everybody has different, like, different ideas of their image of what God is and what his expectations are. Like, a good, like, I could say, like, a kind of, like, Daniel was different from David, like, King David. Yeah. They just, they, they were, yeah. they both believe in God, they both had tight relationships with God, but, like, I mean, they, they were different people, you know? Yeah. Like, Ruth was different from, than Esther. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, when you, like these people are different people. They just, they focused on God, you know what I'm saying? And, like, he led them through their lives whatever way he needed them to. Mm-hmm. And that was that. Like, if we were all the same, if, if we were all supposed to have the same expectations, we'd all be living the same life, the same <sighs> Christian life. I don't, and... I don't know. I, because I think, personally, I like. I'm not gonna say I'm right, but my what I personally see is like God's expectations is just like love and empathy for everyone and everything. You mm-hmm. know, and I feel like that's like that's just basic, right? Um, some other people have like exceptions in between. Like, okay, love everybody and have empathy for everyone, except if somebody does this, mm-hmm. you know. And then, um, and then just stuff like gets really clicky you know it's like oh well like don't go out of your your core group you know like like love everybody and do everything but keep your core group you know like keep the people who are who think like-minded as you and stuff like that like i feel like there's just a lot of expectation or exceptions and expectations in between each and theirs so if everybody had those same core values and same you know expectations of god of just loving everybody and everything no matter what I, I think we'd still lead, I think we'd still have different lives but we'd still have the same values maybe so I think we're saying the same thing I, I think just, we are I think we're saying the same thing because I think that like it's weird because like while I'm saying that everyone lives different lives and stuff this God is still the same like so we're not we still saying, have free will we still have free will like, we're, yeah. he's still the same so like it's no it's I don't know like I don't know like I think we're just I don't know. One thing I do want to talk about, though, that I've learned this semester as well, mm-hmm. is is something that I kind of didn't figure out um, for a while, but has um, occurred to me for a little bit as well. Um, you can't. Li- the world is gonna tell you a lot of stuff about like figuring yourself out, mm-hmm. and um, that has a lot to do with like social media stuff as well. Like if you, if if you look a lot of times on stuff, you you start beginning to like you as a Christian in college or just in life, you gotta start fact checking this stuff. Like I, <laughs> yeah. no no no, I, I'm being serious, yeah. bro. Like like I'm being so serious, and that's something that college has taught me. Like yeah. I used to say these terms, I used to think these thoughts, um, about like just a lot of stuff especially growth stuff mm-hmm. and I, one day I was like does God even talk about this stuff in the Bible and I'm not talking about like like I really have to like check and like when I checked I was like yo like he doesn't actually say this stuff so then what does he say about like said circumstance what should I do about said experience and it'd be something that like you don't see that people don't be talking about and you'd be like oh crap like Maybe this is the way I should be doing this. And when you do it the way you you see it, it is in the Bible, it'd be working out. Other than the way you see it from life. I don't know if that makes sense. No, but. I, I totally, I, I've done similar stuff. Like just in, in Bible studies and um, Christian groups I've been a part of, like there's, I've, I've been questioning a lot more. And like, 
I used to doubt a lot, but now I've been more questioning because the answers are there. You just got to look for them. Yeah, and you got to be open to applying and them. You got to be well. open to applying them, and you got to be open to um, you got to be open to reading it and interpreting interpreting mm. it in a certain way. Mm. Um, I agree because you know if you like I I could read something in the Bible. You were talking about this a long time ago, but you could read something three different times, and it could mean something different every single time you read it, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it's really just kind of like, all right, like, God, like, what is this supposed to mean to me, like, in this moment? Like, what am I supposed to get out of this? Like, the answers are there. Please just help me, just please help me guide me to yeah. the answer, you know? Like, what's up? That's what what's I mean. up? I'd be saying to God, I'd be like, Jesus, what's up? Like, what do you want me to say? Like, I could read something and be like, okay, that sounds good. He's probably telling me blah, 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 blah. And God's like, no, no, no. No, oh yeah, yeah. Let me let me talk about that real quick too. Another thing that I've learned, especially just coming here in college, is I find it often. I don't know if anybody else does this, but sometimes I try to play God, right? So like, I'll read. Sometimes I'll be like, "Hey God, like, I need to read my Bible today." So I open up my Bible and I'll read, and I'll be like, "All right, Tim, what are you getting from this?" Mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa, "Whoa, slow back." It should be what is God showing you. Sometimes yeah. it's not about you figuring it out. Sometimes it's about you listening and seeing stuff. Things is not always gonna come to you immediately. You open up stuff. But it's the principle of knowing the word. It's the principle of reading the word and then watching God show you stuff in his time, mm -hmm. which is something that's uncomfortable because you're not in control of your life. Word. You want to, you want to, I feel like a lot of times we want to open up the Bible. We want to, we want to figure stuff out. Like we know that God is the answer and we go to his word and we try to play God with our minds. We'll be like, yo, okay. So I read a story about David and Goliath. Uh, cool. All right. So now it just means I'm going to conquer everybody at work. Like David conquered Goliath. Right. Yeah. But what if God's really showing you? He's like, well, I mean, I guess, but like, that's not really what I wanted to show you. You didn't listen to me. Mm -hmm. uh, my Nana told me my grandma, I had a conversation with my Nana. Um, she said like, God, she, she said, you listen. And then he directs. All you got to do is listen, react and direct and keep on going. Cause he's yep. going to direct you. She she told me she was like I've lived she she's old she's like in her eighties she was like I've lived like a long life and like you you begin to see like a lot of times that like the way that you think stuff is gonna go is not how it works the things that you think he's gonna show you um he may not but there are gonna be things that he shows you that you never thought he would yeah life is not gonna work the way you plan it to it is by his timing he already wrote the story mm. so it's just about you living it yeah. One um one kind of final thing to just wrap up this conversation, this like first semester reflection, um, is just finding time, t finding quiet time. And you've been a lot better about this than I have because you get up early in the morning and that is your 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 Tim time. <laughs> and I am I am not good at it because I will wake up ten minutes ten minutes before my class. Um, but it is very important to find time to just be present in God and just have that time where you are reading your Bible or you're privately worshiping or you're praying. It's, it's like carving out time each day to have that moment with God changes your outlook on everything. It does. Um, you, you, like even when I was super stressed about tests and grades and social life and girls and whatever have you, 
getting that time to really spend with God and kind of just like dump stuff out is like, oh God, if, I mean, it felt amazing. Cause I mean, he's listening, he wants you to. Like you're not doing anything wrong by, you know, dumping your issues out to him. And in college, it, it can be hard. It can be really hard to find that quiet time. And I am, I am not, I'm preaching to the choir right now cause I'm not good at it at all. Um, it's hard sometimes to listen to what he's saying. Yeah, and, and to listen. You really have to train your mind and just your, your personality just to quiet the noise outside, literally, like the construction noise that is right outside our window. <laughs> like, just quiet everything down and get in a, in a safe and meditative state where you can just really listen to what he's trying to tell you in that moment. Because it will change your, your, it'll change your entire day, your entire week, your entire semester is just putting God first and what his plan for you throughout the semester is. And listen to him. Yeah. And sometimes, something that I'm learning currently is he's not going to give you the answer sometimes. But if you listen to him, maybe the place he's telling you to, to go, the thing that he's telling you to do is for the best and you just don't understand why. Yeah, probably won't be the answer you want. And I'll wrap up with this. I'll wrap up with this. If any of you ever doubt what God is telling you to do, I want you to think of something real quickly. The God that we serve has influence over all things in the universe, including every action that human beings have. We live in a, like a line, like a timeline, right? And if you really think about it, God influences the decisions of everything that happens from, from a ladybug to a president making a decision about a conflict that's going on. So if he has intricate decisions over everything and every action, maybe the thing that he's telling you to do is not only for your benefit, but maybe it's for the benefit of someone else that you don't know. So don't doubt something just because you can't see it. I think like, think of it like, um, I was watching this video yesterday about like how perception is funny um, because like, if you look at something one way, you're only going to see like one thing. I can't see what's behind me right now if I'm looking ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And the person who's looking right, the, the construction worker who can see into our room can see the both of us talking mm-hmm. without me even seeing myself. But if you saw, but God is seeing the whole thing transpiring. That's, how, that's a whole different level of perception that we as people don't see in life. We only see things one-sided, and that's why we can't have the answer. So trusting in someone who can get the whole thing, who made the whole process, is something that I think as college students is something I'm going to try to grow on for the rest of my life. Just trusting him because he sees the whole thing. Even the thing that I, like, even the pieces that I'm never going to know, is about putting that faith in God and knowing that, like, he'll piece it all together. He's he 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 already has he already will and even if you don't follow the way that he wants to go it's still gonna piece together the way he needs it out yeah you know yeah sweet yeah. that's about it that's our that's, that's our, our first semester first semester reflection yeah man. semester recap semester recap all right we out. <laughs>